0: what's up everyone welcome to another episode of Four: the love of cinema where our motto is we just hope it doesn't suck this is episode 263 broken up into two parts a and b 262 a posts on february 1st we'll be we will be discussing the unforgivable sandra bullock and 262 263 b posting on 2 4 we will be discussing the power of dog another netflix movie Important note, both movies this week are Netflix originals. I'm one of your hosts, Grayson Maxwell. Joining me, as he does every week, is my co host, Roger Prison Rules Stillion, and our lovely permigast, Chris Cattle Herder Bond. All
1: right, Cat Herder, Cat.
0: <laughs> no, no, Cattle, Cattle.
1: I stand by what I said. Yeah, okay, fair.
0: Roger, how do you feel? How do you, how do you like your, your nickname, Prison Rules? It's
1: better than Cat Herder.
0: Well, that's great because it's not the name. It's Catter. <laughs> oh you keep telling yourself
1: that. <laughs> What's
0: going on, gentlemen? How are we this week? Good.
2: Yeah, yeah. good. We had I'm... a
0: nice little rant session
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. we started here. <laughs> yeah. We're not friends anymore, but we're so No, show. it's good. <clears throat>
1: this, mm. this might be the best show ever. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough.
0: All right, all right, gentlemen. <laughs> what do we watch today? What do we watch uh, other than what we watch the week for the show? Than anything on any of the streaming services?
2: I started Ozark again because Ooh. my wife needs to watch it. Because we want to watch, I want to watch season four. She's undecided because we're only, we're only like three episodes in. And I watched all of those, what's out of season two of Demon Slayer, and it's fantastic.
0: There you go. How long did that take you to finish all that?
2: Uh, well, I mean, three episodes of Ozark is three hours. And then Demon Slayer, though, uh, 20 minute episodes. There's only nine So,
0: where are you on Ozark? Like, what season?
2: Season one, episode three. Oh, so you okay? You and
0: Bat—you like you literally restarted it. Okay. I yeah, I've already
2: seen it. My wife never saw it, so mm-hmm. and it's been long enough to where I can just watch the whole thing again and be fine.
0: That's a damn good show. As a matter of fact, on our social media, there's a article about Jason Bateman, and it's a very good article. Uh, I actually loved, loved it. I don't know why more people
2: didn't check it out, but it's,
0: so, it's 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 a long one, but it's great.
1: It was actually incredible.
2: Yeah. Well, so so my wife has a has has put it off because she has a problem with Jason Bateman. What? Why? Like, it, Who doesn't like it, Jason it's, Bateman? It's deep seated. Okay, listen to this. Whoa. She would. She wouldn't watch Ozark upon my recommendation for well, years now at this point, and it's because she first saw him in Juno, where he's the creepy old guy. Oh no, you have definitely told us this before. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, it's what it is. Yeah, like like he's the creepy old dude like, like hitting on the teenage uh, the girl hold in high on, school. Hold on, hold on, on, on. she never got past it. Hold on.
0: Your wife knows that he's an actor, right? Playing, You know,
2: a yes, but it's like I said, that, that, that was her first like impression of him, and she's just, she's her nose shaking. So she's oh. put it off for this long, I finally got her to start watching it. She's like, it's still weird, but it's, you know, but it's okay so far.
1: Well, I, I, don't love understand. She, I love that she won't like him because he was a creepy, creepy guy in that, and she's gonna watch Ozark and be like, Jason Bateman is a monster. <laughs>
2: I thought you were gonna go to a personal attack on me with that, but no. I'm glad you didn't go there. Thanks. I mean, you could have. No, I get it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Are you you sure? I'm good. Okay. (laughs) I've had enough depression for the week. Okay.
0: I gotta finish Ozark, so I haven't done the last season, but I haven't started
1: the new one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I haven't. I I, I won't start it for a little bit. So,
2: so have have you seen all three of them?
0: Yes. Right.
2: Yes. Okay. Okay. I thought you but you did the last season. That era. No.
0: Okay. I, I think Ozark is. I think Ozark is brilliant. I, yeah. I, don't, I mean, it's I, not like it's not like Breaking Bad. This is like their last almost. season. This
2: right? is it. Yeah. They've now. Okay. So it's in two parts. It's in part. It's it's in part one right now, where it's only got like seven episodes listed, and it's listed in Netflix as season four, part one. Okay. So they're. I think they're doing the Game of Thrones, whatever you want to call it, thing where they they have a second. Th- Part of fourth season
1: down. down I mean, road. didn't they take a? It took a well, it took they took well because they they delayed it. Yeah, it's oh yeah, almost two, two years. years yeah. Okay. So yeah, I remember it was a no, long time. I've been waiting impatiently for two years. Hold on, so it,
0: it came Part one was in 2017 sometime, and then part two was definitely in 2018 sometime. So
2: you're thinking, you're thinking seasons one and two.
0: No, no, no. Game of Thrones.
1: Well, was... oh, Game of Thrones. Game of
0: Thrones. Okay, yeah. No, I was. You yeah, know, it was 2017, so it was like a year apart, maybe like yeah. six. I don't know how many months, but. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Ozarks has definitely been. Yeah. It's been almost two years. Yeah. I, think I know I... it's been
0: more than a year and a oh, half. Okay. Yeah. I, thought you, I thought you were talking about breaking up into C. Okay, I got you. No,
1: no, no. They're for... splitting up this last season into two different yes. parts. Billions did that too, the other show that I watched. Yeah. Well, it's because they were almost done with the current season when the first round of COVID hit, and they were hard yeah. stopped. Okay, yeah. So they. What they did is they played the show up to a certain point and then stopped. And then they had like two more, two or three more episodes to go. Yeah. And they filmed all of that and the new season all in one shot. Okay. So. Got it. Yeah. That's a, that's a real thing that happened <laughs> because, yeah, thanks COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting,
0: yeah. That's you know I don't watch Billions. I know Roger, you've you you suggested it several times. listen.
1: I think I think the first couple of seasons of Billions. Now listen, it's it's a different show than when it started. And I don't know if that's good or bad, but it's definitely different. Um, the first couple of seasons of Billions, I think, is incredible. That's a, that's got Dwayne Johnson in it, right? No, yeah. that's ballers. That's ballers. Okay, Ballard, okay. who's got Bill, Who's in Billions? Uh, Damian Lewis, um, and a bunch of other people, and a bunch of. And now a bunch of rich people, like in these newest episodes, like Corey Stoll is one of the big guys in it. He's uh taking up the main billionaire mantle now. So there's all kinds of people you'd recognize from other stuff, but it's a pretty decent show. It's mm-hmm. fun, you know. What's that stream on? Uh, well I mean it's a showtime show, so it's okay, on Showtime, gotcha. Probably Paramount
0: Plus. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I mean Paramount Plus has gonna be Hopefully, a boon in subscriptions coming up, but we'll
1: it's gonna it explode.
0: The Halo trailer came out today. A, yeah, today came out today
1: this afternoon. Yep. Um,
0: and that's kind of—I mean, that's going to be a big deal. I—I I, I want it to be a massive deal. I just don't think it's going to. We'll talk about the trailer next week, but I don't think the—the—I the, don't think it's going to be as big a deal as, as Showtime was hoping it was going to be.
1: You want to know what one thing I think about that, and then I'll just let it go. I wonder why Microsoft let somebody else build this. Well, Microsoft doesn't have a Microsoft Studio. Do they? They could. Well, they they could. Well, that's that's what I mean.
2: Yeah, I guess, but at the same time, don't, don't you want someone with some pedigree, though, to, to,
1: to handle your, your basically, your, uh, your flagship That's property? what the money's for. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fair. Hold on. You know what that line's from? Have you ever watched uh, Mad Men? Yeah. When she was just like, all this stuff that I did, and you never once thanked me. And he's like, that's what the money is for. <laughs> my goodness. Yes. Oh my goodness. Incredible line that, that is. Is John Ham yelling that's what the money is for? <laughs> and not even one bit of thank you.
2: But I mean I guess my point on that is, you know, either you pay the money to buy people with pedigree or you just say, "Hey, we have a project. We'll pay you X amount of dollars to make this good." <laughs> or they just buy Viacom or that too, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. But that, that's not going to happen. Viacom's not in the price
1: range for anyone, right? I
0: mean, <laughs> no one's going to buy
1: Viacom. I mean, if they're in the price range for somebody, it might be Microsoft. How many billions of dollars on Activision? <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure, sure, but like, I don't think, I don't think. I mean, I just,
0: I think Viacom's bigger than Activision and Blizzard. I mean,
2: you're not wrong, maybe, but Microsoft. Would be the ones with the money to do so, though. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah,
0: if, if anyone's
1: Viacom going it, is $21. currently slated as twenty one billion dollars. Oh shit, that's jump changed them. Jeez, just grab them up.
0: My God, I can't. Actually, even that seems that.
1: like a smart buy now.
0: <laughs> I mean, they gotta got to be Write
2: them minute Write them and tell me you want to cut.
0: There's got to be hemorrhaging money over there, but I mean, look to them, it doesn't matter because I just they have a license to print money, so it doesn't matter to them. But you so hope they're
2: hemorrhaging money. I do hope. Grace is a little biased on this subject, but we'll... we'll
0: do like you
1: know how much worth. Microsoft is currently worth? Yeah. How much. much?
0: Like six trillion or something? What? Just give me the 2
1: number. 2.3 trillion. <laughs> oh my god! What? How, wait, how many zeros is that? Nine. <laughs> yep. Jeez. I can't Holy even begin crap. To no, it's 12. I'm sorry. 12 trillion? or oh, 12 zeros. Okay. Jeez. Yeah, it's listed in billions. It's uh two thousand three hundred and ten billion. Jesus. So that's two point three trillion dollars. A thousand billion. <laughs> two thousand billion. I don't even think like to most people that number doesn't
0: even
2: like exist.
1: You can't quantify that number in like
2: oh. physical things. Microsoft's in the top in the top five for that's it that
0: doesn't a lot of calculators when for- it when it goes to that many zeros, it just says E. Error. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, okay, so that, that's enough of that,
1: but we'll, we'll get to that. Um, Apple was slightly ahead of them at 20, I was gonna say, yeah. seven. Your
2: top five is Amazon, Facebook, Apple, Microsoft, and Alphabet in that order. Man, I mean, Microsoft's
1: worth more than Google, and huh? four And fi- six places is even close to Alphabet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Good Lord. All right, so <laughs> that that ends your daily stock talk. Yeah, you're welcome, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to are in into CNBC. <laughs>
0: <laughs> daily stock talk. All right, let's talk about some movies, gentlemen. Anything else? You guys watch anything else?
1: I watched some really bad trailers. Yeah. Thanks thanks to there was that.
0: Yeah, I don't I'm not proud of the trailers this week, but they do exist, so it's, you know. <laughs> they,
1: they are trailers. This is your
0: segue. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I don't think I know, we'll, we'll, I we'll much much get to it. Week. Week. All right, this is episode two hundred and sixty three of For the Love of Cinema, a podcast about movies, film, and cinema. It was post each and every Tuesday and Friday at five a.m. on Podbean, which then distributes to iTunes, Spotify, We will play, and Amazon Music. Each and every week we start with the box office, current upcoming releases, what streaming trailers and movies of the week. Without further ado, let's jump into the box office. That's a surprise, surprise. No one has changed to no one's surprise.
1: Surprise, and, surprise. No one is surprised.
0: No, no one is surprised.
1: Spider-Man, What's number one, Grayson? Spider Man. Yes.
0: Spider Man, no way Woo! has a, another 11 million domestic, bringing its worldwide to 1.73 billion. <laughs>
1: Can you imagine I yeah, ain't got the only, wheels for
0: two
2: can you but, imagine another 11 million being your low point when there's a movie that just hit 7 million that doubled its value you know what I mean like that's, yeah, the yeah, that's crazy
0: okay, okay. Let Let shoot, Number two, scream number two scream 7.4 million domestic worldwide of 106 sing two number three 4.8 million domestic worldwide 267 that movie's making great money good for that redeeming love 1.9 million number four 6.5. That's not even seven, Chris, so it didn't even double. There we go. The King's Man, $1.8 million domestic to 114. million. I'm happy that movie's still making money. Good for it. No surprises. I think that was literally almost the exact list as last week. I think it was the
1: same, yeah, besides yeah. the numbers being different. Scream and
0: no, Spider-Man may have changed because domestically, Scream might have made more, but no. No. Spooderman. Spider-Man is doing gangbusters. Spider-Man's doing quite good. Ghostbusters? I love that movie. Yes, thank you, Roger, for that little interlude. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> Jeez. All right, let's take a look at current upcoming releases. Here is the rub for that. This what came out this week? Nothing. nothing. Mm. The Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wilde on Disney Plus. That's definitely
1: pornography. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um January 30th, which was today. The Beatles Get Back. It's an IMAX only. Friday, February fourth brings Jackass Forever, Moonfall, The Wolf and the Lion. February eleventh, Jackass, The Wolf and the Lion. That's a badass
1: title. <laughs> February <laughs> eleventh
0: <February 11th, laughs> is Blacklight, Death on the Nile, Marry Me. February eighteenth, The Cursed, Dog, and Uncharted. I don't want to like <laughs> The Cursed Dog Uncharted is the one movie. That's cursed all dog right.
2: sounds like a badass movie. Mm-hmm.
0: And then February twenty fifth, Cyrano yeah. and Studio six six six. Starting off March strong with. I saw the trailer Batman. for
1: that studio six six six. I think it might be interesting. Yeah. If you so haven't you seen know. it, check it out.
0: I have not. Sure up so. Well, there's it. and then of course Batman. That's a big one. And then the second weekend marches. Pixar is Pixar's turning around, which I honestly don't think is going to do any during Grayson during big splash. I heard we got a first cut of Batman. How long was it? We talked about this last week. No, we didn't. Three hours. Yeah, no, no, no.
1: What was the test cut that we talked about this week? Oh, I, I don't even it's know. Us. What was it? Four hours, remember? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Good to know. Okay, okay, okay,
0: okay. Let's just let's just take um one or two minutes. Is that with no origin story? On, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's got to be
1: origin. Guys, story. guys, hold,
0: hold, hold, stop, hold for a second. What if it's that's all essential? I, I'm saying,
1: hold on. If it's essential, that should be two movies.
0: I just, I don't know what you have against long movies. There's no,
1: no way. way. Listen, everybody has a problem with a four-hour movie. There's no way that in 2022,
2: with the 19th Batman movie we're going to see, has four hours of essentials in it. It's not possible. I, well,
0: I mean, it is possible, but it's very unlikely, is what we're saying. It isn't smart <laughs> if it's possible. <laughs> I don't think they care. I mean... They know Batman's gonna sell. I, don't I mean, know. they
1: care at least a little bit because they cut it down from four to three. So, <laughs> God, <laughs> somebody looked at it and went, "This gave him the whole like the whole like eh. mm, too long." Nobody, I mean, wants, nobody wants a badass Batman movie more than me, but at the same time, it's, it
2: doesn't need to be that
0: hold long. On, but most Marvel movies are somewhere between the runtime of two and two fifteen, which comes out to about two forty five in the theater. Sure. Here's, Here's the
2: thing. Eighty-five percent of those are good.
0: I'd say, yeah, okay, fine. But what if this Batman is good? We I can't hope, say it's not yet because we haven't. I hope it me. is. If I, it, I
1: truly. If it's three hours long. I, I, it better
0: be. I don't think it's going to be. No, I mean, Batman Begins is a far stretch for this one, but I, I certainly hope so.
2: I mean, it's interesting that you chose the worst of the trilogy to, to name, but I mean, that's you know, that's probably close where it's going to be. That's pretty
0: subjective of you to say, Chris. I don't <laughs> think Batman <laughs> Begins. No, only is the best one movie. of us thinks
1: that's subjective. <laughs>
0: No, okay. We're gonna. That's a. That's a debate yeah. for another day. <laughs> flustered.
2: Well, so I mean, like, not to spend too much time on this, but they have so many stories happening in the trailer alone. You know, they can cut more out of this movie. You can remove Penguin. You You can remove basically just make Catwoman her own movie, which that I think that would be. They
1: tried that once. It was bad. Well, yeah, but you know
2: what? It's not nineteen ninety six anymore either, so it might do better. And, and then all
0: 2003, years. man. I think that Halle Bear is 2003. You know what? For that random guess, I'm not wrong. I'm not far off.
2: So whatever. Seven years is a long time. Yeah, yeah whatever. A cat not, time. not not for Catwoman. Anyway. Okay, hold on, hold on. But
0: but back to Batman for a second. Why do you suppose they did the four hour? Why do you why do you suppose they made like allowed a script to be greenlit before they oh, shot anything that before. was so long? So why do you suppose they did that?
2: Cause, well, because they have a problem telling people not to do things. I think that's. I think this is a combination of all the stories that the, that they want to tell, quote unquote. Because like, I agree with Roger. Four hours has to have an origin story in it, and then you got the Riddler, you got Penguin, you got Catwoman, you have Batman himself. So you have four four stories you're telling right here that we know of. Because you let know, me, let me ask different.
0: you. Let me ask you another question, Roger. Something I don't think you've considered. And I was thinking about this. I was talking to someone with the Flashpoint Paradox, um, who someone else is also very excited for a possible reset for DC. Good. What if what if they don't do any Batman origin in this Batman film, but in Flashpoint they give 10 minutes to retelling the Batman origin story? Because he, Batman is like one of the biggest uh, properties in the DC library. So what if they do that? I mean, that'll be a real problem because this movie comes out before Flashpoint. Yeah, but I mean, I think that'd be kind of cool though. That's, I mean, that way they'd be really connected.
2: I don't know. We've, we've said it in the show before. We should have to watch your movie later on to understand a movie from before.
1: That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's not a great. I think it plays story. into that. You know what I mean? I don't know. Listen, I did. I I do ultimately think three hours is probably longer than it needs to be. I'm happy it's not four, but you know, from Chris's point, if it is going to be three hours long, I hope it's good, man. Yeah. Because a three hour bad movie sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, listen. If your movie's a five after three hours, it might as well have been a two. And, and I'll and I'll be the first to say, as a, as a huge
2: connoisseur of superhero movies, if there can even be such a thing, that a bad superhero movie probably feels like the longest movie in the world.
0: Yeah, I, I can imagine. You know that.
2: I mean? Yeah, I can imagine. That.
0: Well, okay, Roger. What was that one we watched, Chris? I don't know if you watched it. Um, the New Mutants.
1: Yeah, we all were talking about that together. Mm-hmm. I think. That- yeah. Oh, you that was pretty atrocious, though, man. Yeah. overall, it's pretty bad, but like they tried to do something different. It, it just looked didn't cool, at least. Worked. Yeah, it looked
2: really cool. Yeah,
0: but it, that was also like a that was also not a long it was like ninety minutes, wasn't even like ninety. It six wasn't, wasn't, very it wasn't long, long, but it felt like it was long. Yeah, it, it sure <laughs> felt, it felt like it was two and a half. Anyway, we'll get to. I am mean, sure, we'll get more Batman information in the weeks to come. Oh to yeah, like
1: I mean, we only got six weeks till it comes out. It so. comes up before that
0: jackass. Um, Jack, I mean, I just, jackass the wolf and the lion. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for that, gentlemen. I've always appreciated it. Always appreciate it.
1: This is why we're on the show for this great Let's take
0: a look at what's streaming this week. We are looking at Hulu this week and what's streaming. And as always, I will talk about, of course, Palm Springs is a damn 10. If you've not seen Palm Springs, you owe it to yourself to watch one of the best movies, if not the best movie on that streaming service, bar none. But let's take a look at the three for this week. Phenomenon by John Turtletob, and I'll tell you why I chose it, but John Travolta, Kira Sedgwick, Forrest Whitaker, Robert Duvall, Jeffrey Jeffrey DeMunn, and David Gallagher. That's 1996. Here's why I love Phenomenon so much, is it's just simple storytelling. There's no there's no car chases. There's no gunfights. It's just great acting. And, and great weird movie. alien magic. Sure. But Spoilers. there are some moment. there are some dialogues... Um, in that movie, especially between Travolta's character and a brain surgeon, about the importance of his brain when they're going to dissect him, they're going to kill him just to, want to try to understand what happened. That's some of the best dialogue that I just repeatedly go back to over because it's so well written. It's just so well written. I mean, and there's there's other lines in that film, and there's wonderful use of music, and it's just I think it's one of my favorite. I mean, it, it is one of my favorite movies. I think it's also one of the best. In in my library of movies, I like to watch all the time. Interesting. I don't know how you guys feel about that, or when when even was the last time you watched it.
1: But it's I'd been know, a long
0: time, but it, I mean, it's a fine movie. I'd be willing to bet when you watched it, you'd feel differently. Um, Chris, maybe you too, because it's it's very it's very vast of nighty. It's very like that the very slow methodical buildup. You know, I mean, if you watched it, you might even enjoy it more than you thought you would, Chris. If you, I assume that's one you have not seen.
2: Yeah, I have not seen that.
0: It's a you and the wife would really like that if you guys are into like a date movie night. That's a really good one for. It's kind of it's very sad, but in all the right ways. It it, it tugs on your heartstrings in the best of ways. Hmm. So check that one out. It's available on Hulu. And then number two, Logan, by director James Mangold, Hugh Jackman, Patrick Stewart, uh, Daphne Keen, Boyd Holbrook. <laughs> a small little movie, Logan, twenty seventeen. That is the swan song for character Wolverine. There's also black and white print, which a lot of people dig. I, I wasn't too crazy about it uh, myself, but a lot of people do do really dig that black and white print. So that's one also one of the one of people on the show
2: out. actually really digs it. Who? I, my golly, gee, I think it's me.
0: What is so you uh-huh. prefer? So Chris, you prefer the black and white version of Logan to the colored version?
2: One hundred percent. Yeah. Interesting. The movie, the movie is all is the movie is so hard, like it rides on like just the emotion that's given in the movie. And I think you get a little bit more effect from that with it being black and white.
0: I really do think Logan, like just like, I mean, a lot of people credit, you know, Batman Begins for, for being like one of the movies that started modern, like the real modern superhero, like Marvel stuff is. I think Logan, we're going to look back one day and that's a benchmark film as well for superhero stuff. It could it be. Really it could
2: be. It depends on if people, if people take what Logan did and, and ride it forward. Because you can have a good movie and there'd be superheroes in it. You don't need it. It doesn't have to be a good superhero movie. Well, sometimes, I
0: mean? I, sometimes I wonder how far that character would have gone if it wasn't Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. But I mean, you just Hugh Jackman just one of those like perfectly cast people. Like one of the very few in Hollywood that's just like there's no one better.
1: I still stand for Daniel Radcliffe. For young? <laughs>
0: yeah, I could honestly see young Just Harry current
1: Wolverine. Yeah, <laughs> not young. Yeah, young.
0: Oh, forget. <laughs> Fair. What about Taron Edgerton? We talk about Taron as well.
1: I also like him, but I still
0: – I think Harry Potter works better for me now. Fair enough. All right, number three on the list for Hulu, Sense and Sensibility, another 1996 classic by director Ang Lee. Emma Thompson, Alan Rickman, Kate Winslet, Tom Wilkinson, Hugh Grant, Hugh Laurie. That's another great one with a huge cast. Um, if you haven't seen that one,
1: that's also available for on Hulu for free. Check that one out. Ang Lee. Out. Known for making one of the worst superhero movies of all time. and Hulk. Hulk. Yep. Oh, God, yeah. You know what he followed up Hulk with? Brokeback Mountain.
0: <laughs> one his of the story, worst that's it. his
1: actual filmography list. <laughs> one of the worst
0: and one of the best. So, for sure, for sure. All right, let's talk about some trailers, gentlemen. Let's not talk about the Pinocchio I posted on the website by accident, the one from a year ago.
2: Let's Pinocchio? Talk about... That was a year ago? Oh, no, the one that goes on accident. Gotcha, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Let's let's instead talk about the teaser for the Guillermo del Toro Pinocchio that comes out in December of 2022, narrated. No, okay, so here's the – so listen to this cast list. Cate Blanchett, Finn Wolford, Ewan McGregor, Tilda Swinton, Ron Perlman, Christoph Waltz, John Turturro, uh, Byrne Gorman, Tim Blake Nelson, David Bradley. That's a huge cast.
2: I only know who one of those
1: people are. You know who far more of those people are, you liar. (laughs) You, you don't know.
0: Who, okay. hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Who's the one person you're touting is knowing? Finn Wolford. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. Who's the one person?
2: The Blanchett one, that hey, one. You don't know Ron Perlman? No, I know. I know them.
0: Okay. Roger, called, Roger called I caught him out. Fine, fine. Well, I was. I mean, sometimes you just—that was a really foolish thing to say. But the, huge cast, huge cast. What do you guys think of the the 30 second teaser though? I mean, me. it's, I'm in. I, I I'm I've never really cared about Pinocchio as a story, and I mean, I'll stand by that. I was never a big fan of the Disney movie. I just think it's a weird story that I just I just generationally never got into. But this one, well, i open really gets into it.
2: So we talked about this a little bit last week, I think, where we talked about how like why people keep on remaking stuff, and it's because they have a vision to where they want to like they have a, like a story that they want to tell, and they think they can bring a positive thing to it. Pinocchio actually has way like a much deeper story than like the it's Disney. Super dark. Yeah, like 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 the Disney one that you remember as a kid, the animated one, is not actually like the the hard story of Pinocchio that it comes from. It's got source material before it, and it's a very dark tale. And it has a lot of um it's got a lot of call-outs to in like religion and a few other things. So depending on what they do with it, it could be
1: very interesting. What is what is it? It? Religion, racism, and alcoholism yep. are all heavy oh, yeah. into. Yes. Uh so into pinocchio? if they do some of that stuff with it and tell a more
2: like you know like source material version we're of it finally now. getting our gritty yes. pinocchio yeah league. we'll finally get
1: the hell yes we deserve.
0: so so we're also getting we're also getting another pinocchio in 22 directed by robert zemeckis now listen right. to this cast list are you, are you guys ready tom hanks luke evans joseph gordon levitt keegan michael key cynthia Ev- eviro uh, benjamin evan ainsworth that's also not a small cast, not unless we use the other one, but that's is that also that's a live action. It says a live action adaptation of Disney's Pinocchio. Well,
2: Disney's Pinocchio. Though, so it's so. Disney doing it. Again. It's the Disney one. Okay. This is okay. Disney Pinocchio. Yeah, when the okay. other one is okay. not. All right. So, well, I, th- I think the more interesting of those two movies here is the one we we we, we saw the trailer for today. That's going to be on Netflix if
1: they tell the right story.
0: I think Guillermo is a is one of the directors that's really going to pull that one off. <laughs> he's well, just, what, he's
1: just we do much. Yeah, I mean he uh, should just be working on another Pacific Rim movie.
0: Agreed, <laughs> disagreed, but okay.
1: Wait, I mean, hold on, made, they didn't let him make the second one. So hold
0: on, out of out of you, you don't want him to make like more of that weird quirky stuff like Pan's Labyrinth. You'd rather him waste his time on uh, Wait, Rim.
2: Waste his time is awfully subjective. Sure, fine, whatever. I mean, the first Pacific Rim movie fucking owns. It does, right. bro. Canceling uh, the
0: apocalypse. <laughs> That's
2: right. Line. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that. Rules. But oh, that was right. like that. oh yeah.
0: Okay. Our right, Roger. I'm sure you're ready for Tyler Perry's A Medea Homecoming. So we uh, we have covered one Medea film
1: in our time on this show.
0: I think it's um, a more than one, but I don't think I remember any of them except the one was like two years ago. Was
1: okay. It? The only one I remember was from a couple years ago. It's the only movie that I ever reviewed or ever was slated to review that I walked out of. So. That's how excited I am for a Medea Netflix reboot. Well, or, in,
0: in all in honesty, ways. in all honesty, that that, that movie is god awful. Yeah, it was it was terrible. Like I can't even begin. Like, it, it was, was like, getting like, like
1: fives on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'll go look that up just for my own. <laughs> well, so I've never, I've never, seen, I've never seen
2: a Medea movie. I don't plan on it. It just isn't my. I, I'm hold not on, I, hold, hold on. I will say the first few
0: Medea movies are really good.
2: I'm just not big on, on. I'm not big on comedies to begin with, and then it's that just
1: was a family funeral. Movie. Family funeral. Movie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's okay. Just, I just I've never seen one. It has an 11 on Rotten. Tomatoes. Oh wow! <laughs> what does Holmes and Watson have? Oh.
2: Good on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, so, like, and, I mean, if if there is a lo- one I'm going to see, it's going to be this one because it's going to be accessible on Netflix. You know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah, you know, that would be the only reason why even, it has like... It a
1: 10. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All <laughs> right, then. Does it make you that. say
0: that 10% of people like that movie? Oh, my God. No, it doesn't mean that at all, does it? 10% of the reviews are... Are, are average or positive. Average
1: or higher. Yeah. Yes.
0: Good God, man. <laughs> Jeez. Oh.
1: That's the only I, score I've ever given as a zero. You share
0: the
2: planet with those people. <laughs>
0: true, I think about that
1: when it comes to voting records,
2: too. Though, so
1: <laughs> all right,
0: let's talk about Big Bug. Another very, another weird looking trailer. Big Bug. What do you guys think?
1: Um, yeah, it's a, it's a trailer, all right.
2: I said there, to Roger, while we watched this trailer, is it looks so cheap? The sets look like out of the the Cat and Hat movie that happened some years back. You know, that's stupid. a good point. I never thought it, but
0: like you're right. Now that I'm looking at it visually, like that is Cat in the Hat from. Like, yeah. Do
1: you remember the original RoboCop movie when he took his visor off? Yeah, that's what that that's stupid what ass looks Robo-com like. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Yep, like stupid Robert Weller's face pulled over. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so here's it, the. Here's, a, here's Can we review RoboCop.
0: Yes, sure. Let's talk about the description for one second. <laughs> A group of bickering suburbanites find themselves stuck together with an android uprising causes their well-intentioned household robots to lock them in for their own safety. Like, how does that even get past? Like, no, we're not making this stage. Nobody
1: told anybody. No. Yeah.
0: I don't. I just sometimes I wonder. Back to your question last week, Chris is like, how the hell are my scripts not getting bought and this script gets bought? (laughs) What the hell? Yep. My goodness
2: not wrong I man mean,
0: it is what it is i mean i look maybe it's got some weird quirky fun to it i just as i say before there's like five trailers a year that i'm like i just don't care i and mean there's none of
2: those for me there's definitely some
1: bedroom play happening in this trailer mm. so i mean they're, they're legitimately weird sex stuff yeah. happening. <laughs> so, which is usually a joke that i make but that's the trailer yeah, made that's joke real <laughs> real yeah,
2: it's just weird. This, one doesn't, this one doesn't look good I'm
0: I not just, I, yeah, I, this just this is not geared towards me so i mean it's on netflix so i can if i don't like it i can just suffer through it and just walk away from it but i mean we're going to talk about it if depending on what's released that week Ooh, i
1: don't know about all that
2: <laughs> all, oh, depends. No. all depends
1: that's fair all depends lot the pieces up. have to fall into place to like <laughs> <laughs> a lot of dominoes have to fall or not
0: sure fine
1: yeah fine. yeah
0: all right well let's well i mean i'm less than enthused for those trailers that's for damn sure
1: so let's i mean look Jackass comes out on friday thank god it's our one hope True, it is. Jackass and Moonfall, by the way. No. Which actually kind of bothers me now that I think that they should have moved something to this Friday and then something to next Friday yeah, but, so they're but, not but, sitting on each other. Also,
2: with nothing out this week. That's what Why I mean. Really... They, 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 Why talk... not put
1: Moonfall out? Or Jackass. I oh. mean, either one would have been fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, either one would have been okay. I think
2: you move think Moonfall guess. just because it's going to be the, less, the lesser of the two movies. Well, you know, they'll, they'll have less of a crowd. In
1: their defense, though... They've already moved Jackass three times. Yeah. They've never moved Moonfall. All right, so Com- that's true. Right. Confidence,
2: consistency—that is yeah.
1: very true. Yeah, that's true. Right. That matters.
0: It does matter. You're not—you're not wrong about it mattering. It sure does. I mean, it does matter. You're right. I don't think they can crack contractually. I don't think even if COVID spikes up, I don't think they can move it again. I think like it's coming We're out. Yeah, yeah, it's too close. But I mean, hell yeah, Jackass is coming, baby. Indeed it is. Uh, they've so. been
1: they've been rolling the other jackass movies on MTV. Yeah. My wife is infuriated that I leave it on. <laughs> I mean, it is funny enough though to watch Jackass edited. It's so yeah. weird. Yeah. But, God, I've never even seen edited Jackass. You know what? Um I hadn't in a long time, but it was just weird. So like I was watching it again last night because I'm a child. Yes. And the part like in the very first one, the very first movie. When he goes into the plumbing store and takes his shit, yep. and the guy's just like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I just giggled like a little kid again. So like, he pooped in the toilet. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
0: no. I mean, those are those are just good fun, man. It was just great, you know. Open a beer, watch Jackass movie, fun, you know. that's just that's what they are. Nothing wrong with right. that. Not saying so anything. Months
1: after Jackass, man, we would just in college, we would just a door would fly open be completely dark and use here. Psss, uh, get the fuck out of my room. <laughs> Somebody's getting a bald spot in the back of their head today. I'll fucking stab you. <laughs> That's what it's like to live with a bunch of dudes. It's scary and awesome at the same time.
0: I'm so immature because that just makes you me ever heard the old. phrase
1: fear boner? That's what it's like.
0: All right. Moving on then, thank you very much. Let's switch gears a little that bit. Guy, our that.
2: context for fear Boater are way different. Let's talk about no, the. Probably no, not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Let's talk. Segway. About... Pardon, segue segway. <laughs> let's talk about the unforgivable. Okay. On Netflix.
2: Do it. Unforgivable.
0: As our new tradition dictates, tomato meter forty percent, 4 0 and the audience score at seventy four percent. Someone is wrong on that one. Let's do it. But let's get into see. Okay. There's some things that... Let me get the particular out of the way. there's some things I want to say before we start talking about it. But let me get the particular out of the way. Of course, Sandra Bullock is the pull here. She's huge. Sandra Bullock is Ruth Slater, John Bernthal, Vincent D'Onofrio, Rob Morgan, Viola Davis. Um, directed by Nora Finschit. I don't know how to... fing I don't know how to say that, so I apologize if I butchered the name. Um, let's talk about it for a second. Before we do... I don't know how you... Okay. I don't know how you guys felt about this movie. I was... To give you a little 10 second thing. I was enthralled the entire way through this movie. I was hooked. And the ending. It was one of those endings that really made me think. Holy crap. What a great twist that was. Um, So for me this movie. Was very enjoyable. I don't think it's as good as I want to give it. But. This is one of my more enjoyable experiences. And I think it's because of Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock is very good, and she really, I think, as the character, I think, may not ring out as one of the most diverse characters. I think she played the character well, and that's just what I'm going to say, because I I know you guys probably have differing opinions on that, but I loved her character in this. I loved this movie quite a bit, but I'm going to separate my love for it from the the quality I think the score it deserves, so I just want to make that clear, but... What do you What do you guys think, Chris or Roger? Go ahead.
2: Um, so there's a lot of similarities between your your spiel on it and what and how I feel about it. I, I agree with you that I was I was hooked into the movie the entire time. Um, however, I don't like the way some things played out for you know varying reasons, and we'll get that get into that when we discuss. But I had a I had a decent time with this movie and the casting. While in some places is its strong point, it's also kind of wasted in other places, which is, I think, my big problem with the movie. Uh, the ending, I think, could have been better than what we got, at least, like, the last 20 minutes. They went with a safer route, which I don't know if that was because, you know, for whatever reason they went that way instead. What I don't think it hurts it or helps it with the ending they went with. I think there could have been a better movie someplace else. But, I don't know, the movie was good. It, it definitely pulled me in, at least. And I was I was watching it in the the entire time.
0: All right, Roger what about you?
1: Um, I thought this movie was boring. I didn't really care. I wasn't surprised by the twist. In any capacity. I wasn't surprised by it, but I feel like they did a
2: good job of, of not of not making it too obvious if that makes any sense sure yeah because like because i when they when well they,
1: they intentionally fake you out
2: they do but here's the thing though a lot of times in a lot of movies you see that fake out coming you know what i mean Where, sure I, this one i actually didn't see it when it happens
1: i wasn't like oh my gosh it was more like a oh all right you know yeah. that makes sense i mean it made sense yeah right? yeah so my whole thing with this movie and i have a really hard time just trying to believe that Sandra Bullock is this person's older sister and yeah. not her mother. We talked about yeah, that. that.
0: That's <laughs> one of the things that I was like, uh, that's, uh, that's yeah. corny as hell. Yeah,
2: there could be reasons for that, but at that point why not just write write your opening your like your opening setting a little bit differently and you could fix that. But I think there's technical reasons why they did, but sure. I don't think it's good enough where you couldn't just rewrite that to make it work. Yep. You know what I mean? But um,
0: what's a, I was going to ask Dale's one of my questions is, why not just make it a mother-daughter instead of two sisters?
1: Yep. We, uh, we talked about, me and Chris talked about this for a while today um, before we started. The thing is, 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 listen, I like Sandra Bullock. She's really good in most of the stuff that she's in. She is not young anymore. And I'm not trying to say she looks bad for her age. That is not what I'm saying here. But for me to believe that she's supposed to be, what, in her late 30s? Yeah. You know, or early 40s here? You know, and this girl is, what, how old is the Catherine sister, supposed to be? sister is
2: five in the flashbacks, and yeah. she's, she's 18 in the, when she's uh, in, like, present Hold day. on, didn't,
0: didn't it say she went away for 20 25. No, no, yeah, she went away for 20 years.
2: 20 years? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Right. So sorry, she's sorry. supposed yeah. to be 25 years old. Yeah. So she looks younger than what she yes. what, what she is, and Sandra Bullock looks older than what she is. Well, I mean, here's the reality: Sandra Bullock, the person, could be this girl's this girl's grandmother. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, like just age number wise. Yeah. And I I don't know why they didn't like like, like it's we said. just
1: it's just weird. Yeah. I well, think okay, it's... Well, let's, let's
0: get a little context of the story here okay, though, yeah. is. Rod, why don't you tell? I mean, so this tell us what it's about.
1: So the real story, this is Sandra Bullock's character, Ruth Slater, is being released from prison, okay? Mm-hmm. She's done 20 years. Um, you see bits and pieces of what happened to get her in here, but the short version is she killed a cop, okay, during a domestic thing. Um we'll, we'll talk about a little bit more of that story, but the short version, she's, she's getting out of prison for killing a police officer, right? She did 20 years, and she's trying to get contact with her sister, in quotation, sister, mm-hmm. Um, who has been in foster care and now has been adopted and with a family for quite a while at this point, we're led to believe and she's got a there's no contact order, so she's not allowed. it's just her being reintroduced in society and trying to reconnect with her sister and the obstacles that she runs into legally and personally about how her past comes back to get her. Right. Yep. Now, fair yeah, enough. That's, yeah, that's, that's fair.
0: Yeah, of course. Um. That's very accurate. I mean, it's, it's got a lot of implications, and it does. I think a very cool tool that films use is showing you little snippets of things. Yeah. You're trying to, I mean, as you piece together the story, you're also helped by images. What this movie does a lot of is that, and it keeps showing you the same images over and over again. I don't think it works to the movie's advantage. As a matter of fact, I think it's a detriment a little bit. It's, it like overindulges. You don't need to give people, you just need to show people little snippets. So, so they can, so they can, so it's, it, it's a storytelling aid and not like, it doesn't become like, okay, we've seen this six times. What's with that flashback? And I understand that the flashback's important, but you also tend to, you tend to kind of insult your audience, I think a little bit by doing that over and over and over again. Sure. And I, it's just, just like anything in film, if it's used too much, it becomes a problem you know less is more in movies you give people like a couple seconds of a snippet they'll remember it it's not like we didn't it's not like we forgot what yeah. happened in the in the house that day we saw the same scene four times more than
1: that even i think mm-hmm. yep
0: so that's all the whole thing but let's talk about her life for a second let's okay the movie is called the unforgivable so the whole time i was watching this i was like okay well who what is this referring to and i think it is pretty much everyone else except for her Hear me out. So we we have we have the sister who doesn't remember the events. She was five. We have the parents who don't want to give any visitation rights whatsoever. We have the brothers who they have their own thing going on. Mm-hmm. We, we have everyone, dynamic they have. We have John Burnside's character who pretty much sells her down the river. We have. I mean, everyone has. The, the, everyone else that does something to Bullock's character to Ruth in this movie is pretty heinous. I mean, think about all those for a second. I mean, the amount of crushing disappointment this woman receives on a daily basis is incredible.
1: Well, some of it is her own fault, though.
0: Yeah, you're not wrong. But, I mean, okay, what you just said, I have a reason for saying that. What? Why do you say that?
1: Well, we'll talk about it here in a minute. But uh, I'll talk about a scene with a, a lawyer and a family meetup that I firmly believe that it's her fault everything went to shit. Mm-hmm. So... Well, so, like, just
2: on, on your point on the title, I, I disagree with you. I think the unforgivable is her, and it's because of, you know, in the eyes of so many people. Whether, society in general. Yeah, society in general, what she did is an unforgivable act.
0: Well, no, and, I, I totally get that, but I, I think, like like the events in this movie, that's a red herring. That's completely meant to misguide you of where, where everything is going.
1: You think it's completely that way? I, think I mean, listen, she, she suffers some, she suffers some like disappointments. Of course she does yeah. because life is never easy for a, a convict and yeah. felon coming back out in society, whether that's however you find that fair or unfair or whatever, it's a truth of the world. So, you know, and some of these, like I said, some of this, some of the scenarios that she ends up and stuff she has to deal with is her fault or directly because of that. Mm-hmm. And technically you could be one of those people she never went to prison None of this would have happened, so yeah. I, I won't be that kind of asshole. But that is definitely how some things in society are viewed, yeah. Yeah, sure. I, I get that,
0: I, I, it, I understand that
1: very hard for somebody with a felony conviction to be reintroduced in the world and succeed, yes, extremely especially, so,
0: especially a cop killer, like especially yeah. a cop killer. Well,
1: murder in general, but murder of a police officer is, yeah,
2: especially <laughs> cool it dep- depends on like what cities you're in, and uh, all that plays into that in a heavy way. So, but of course, it, 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 I mean
0: it's of, of course it does.
2: Yeah.
0: Um like you Chris, I was disappointed with a lot of the how a lot of the characters turned out to be. But then as I my first, you know, I had several disappointments with what these characters are, like John Bernthal, for instance. But then I thought, okay, this has to be by design because I mean, I've really been disappointed now with like three characters and that has to be like purposefully written. I mean, Bernthal's character Blake He's wor- He's also a convict. He's also been out of prison, and they're working in a in a in a, in a low level what a seafood factory Fisheries. of okay a f- fishery, where they're. I that's
1: wh- called. Yes. Is that okay? Yeah, sounds good enough.
0: And um, he trying to get close with her, and she's very guarded. Of course, she doesn't. I mean, she's very choosy in what she says. She's trying to choose her words carefully, and you know, I mean, we still haven't revealed to him why she's in why she was in prison, even though he knows something isn't right. Um, and I get that, but. When he finds out, and then the events that follow, I think are a little bit more than what she deserved. But yeah, again, I mean, that's just me looking from the outside in.
1: That's that's life, man. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean,
2: but I think that's that's unsurprising in this movie, right? Like we like we get to follow the character in her in this whole journey, and we understand that what she you know you know she did she did because she because she had to, or she made it, she made a big mistake. She's not a bad person, you know, at heart. We know that a lot of the stuff she's she's going through, you know, while some of it is her own doing, you know, the situation, it, it's it is more than she deserves. You know what I mean? She is at heart a good person. And we get to see that. We know that the whole journey, though. And they just keep on pounding that in where it's like, oh, man, oh, man, that sucks. Oh, God. Whereas they could have told, you know, they could have told, I think, let less stories here and got a better movie because there's a lot going on in this movie
0: there is there is a ton of stuff going on in this movie but I there's so also, many
1: characters in this and i think there are there are several unnecessary characters yeah i in agree this. um well who give, give me an example okay well i think uh bernthal's character is unnecessary 100%. honestly um i think at least one of the brothers is unnecessary yeah the brother's wife is unnecessary um let's see
2: yeah so so let's talk about the brothers for a second okay you, and I, and you're you're a hundred percent right on that statement where one of the brothers isn't necessary because they're not necessary, like both of them because for one half of this movie. One brother is is the is the like weird, crazy, one. yeah, like the weird crazy one. And then the other brother is the weird crazy one. Why not just make that the same guy all the way through? Could have you know because a there's less you got to tell less back and forth between two characters, and then at that point you just have the one guy be an obsessive weirdo that you're that you're in suspense of every time you see him on the screen. You well, that's you know I mean?
0: yes, but I mean, but also like why introduce the wife of one brother
2: also? No, no, no I agree with that. You know what I mean.
0: So which so which brother do you keep? Given if if both if both brothers are exactly how we've seen them in this you, movie, which one you, do you
2: keep?
1: You keep the younger. You keep the younger keep, guy. Keep the one that kidnaps somebody. Yeah,
2: and, and you you have his life just going to shit slowly in the background. You know what I mean? You don't and not make it a brother dynamic at all.
1: Yep. You know, you could no, just it's ha- unnecessary.
2: You could just have him come home one day and and him and his wife, you know, and him him find his wife the way he does. You know what I mean? Yep. It could just It'd be just any could just be any dude. You know, it doesn't have to be what we're what we're well, seeing. Okay, well, let's
0: for a second talk about um Michael and Rachel Malcolm, the parents of I mean okay. the, the 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 adoptive parents of the Necessary girl.
2: characters. Our audience um, is gonna is gonna see a pattern here. We're gonna mention a lot of characters to talk about. Yes. Well see
0: also, Richard, so Richard Thomas wasn't he the guy from The Waltons?
1: He's a dick. He is John Boy from The Waltons. And I'm
0: it, not. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's the only thing I know him from is The Waltons and it. But I mean, I, I know from other things. Those are things like those are what comes to mind. Um, let's talk about them for a second. I I don't think I have a problem with how they reacted. I I think because Roger's right. What went wrong was that meeting in the in with Donofrio's character as oh, the Okay, so
1: let, let me give some backstory to people real quick. So. When Ruth gets out of prison, she had been writing these letters to Catherine, like thousands of them over 20 years, which wouldn't be hard. You got a lot of time in prison to pound out some some writing. Mm-hmm. And she ends up getting a lawyer, a really good lawyer, too. And Vincent D'Onofrio's character stumbles into it. Yeah, Stumble, yeah. accidentally gets herself a really good lawyer that he decides after much deliberation that, hey, I'm going to help him help her. Help her try to connect with a family and they go through a lot of a lot of ins and outs on how they think they're going to work through it and they get to the point of hey we're gonna you know we made some phone calls sent some letters the parents of Catherine who are now her adopted foster or foster then adopted parents have agreed to at least meet with you to decide on what we do next which listen they don't have to do any of that, and he, and he leads with that yep. before they even get in the room. Yeah. So they end up having this meeting between the three of them, four of them, I guess. Technically, the lawyer is the mediator, probably you know trying to keep things calm, and Ruth and well, I'm sorry, what was her last name now? Slater. Slater. No, 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 Ruth. The the other two, Malcolm. Malcolm. So with uh, Ruth and the Malcolms, and you know, Mr. Malcolm starts off with telling them, "Hey." You know, we don't think it's a great idea. And that's a completely fair thing to say. You know, they've been raising this lady for, you know, 20 years now. She's their daughter as much as she's her sister, even more so probably, you know. And Ruth just keeps acting weird and more weird. And I expected a much more reserved ruth a much more respectful because one thing she did in prison was she learned a bunch of stuff right she yep. learned carpentry got pretty good at it learned how to temper her emotions a little bit you know we'd never really seen any emotional outbursts besides when somebody tried to steal from her yeah you know, which that's prison stuff i get it yep. you know i understand that and she out of nowhere just flies off the handle about the letters because they never gave her letters which they don't have to you know, they didn't have to. And she just loses her mind to the point of screaming at them till they leave and they threaten the press charges if she touches them. That's all her fault. Yep.
0: But I yeah. wonder I wonder this the same question I wonder about that scene going so wrong with all the screaming and all the F bombs and all the you bitch. Like mm-hmm. the same thing I wonder, is that because Sandra Bullock or because that's what the script was before Bullock was attached?
2: I don't know. You know,
0: if you had to guess, what does your gut tell
2: you? I'm willing to bet that there's a longer scene there, but because this movie has so much going on and it's, it's not short by any means. I think that's just, we got a short scene there with just her going off the handle. Okay.
0: That's very, that's it's certainly very possible she,
2: because it does seem uncharacteristic. She of, really of does just scene.
1: go from like zero to 100 crazy. Yeah. Which, I mean, listen, I understand she's emotional. She's got a lot of stuff pent up. Yeah. I, 20 years of rage, probably, and sadness and every terrible emotion you can think of. But she blew this chance to establish some sort of normal communication.
2: So I believe that scene was was written poorly. And the reason why I think that why I think that is because you don't feel like Sandra Bullock got cheated in that scene. You don't feel bad for in that scene, no, because you know she screwed that up. Yep, she lost that. You
1: fight. know, because it all you have to do is keep your cool. It's all you got to do. She's like the guy that picks an unnecessary fight and then immediately gets knocked out. Yeah, You're like well, yeah. you did that to yourself. Well, because like it comes down to. You know, <laughs> well, it comes. It comes down to all you have to do
2: is nod your head, say some things, plead your case, and let that first meeting go decent.
1: That's right. And then ask, me- and then
2: you get meeting two. Yeah, you you ask know what I
1: mean? nicely. Maybe be like, "Hey, I would just—I have a letter here that I wrote. If you read it, it's your choice. But if you give it to her, mm. you know, I would like—you know—I appreciate that. And I think the they drives because here's the thing: once that happens, that really doesn't have any repercussions on the rest of this movie, right? The only thing is with Emily. That's it. Yeah, with it's a, the, okay, the only so thing. With, yeah, that's right. With so, uh, with Emily, which is a character we haven't introduced yet. Yeah, <laughs> to, to, to the people listening at home. Emily is Catherine's uh, – Emily Malcolm is Catherine's – Biological child. Bio, well, their biological child, her adopted sister. Yes. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, she ends up getting into some trouble.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll get uh, to that.
1: Again, again,
0: I, I'm not entirely sure Emma as a, as a high school kid would have – I'm not so sure that would have gone down the way that it did. No,
1: it's pretty weird. What do you mean?
0: I don't think she would have arranged the meeting. I don't think she – I think she – look, curiosity gets the better of most people. I think she would have read the letters. I don't – how does she contact her?
1: Well, her she, her phone been, numbers in her letters. She's been writing her phone number in the letters. Yeah.
0: You you have a phone in prison?
1: She She wrote letters even after she got out. You saw that. Yeah.
0: Okay, maybe I just got the timeline. Okay, that's – so I just there,
1: there are definitely multiple ones with a phone. That's
0: record. I was getting really excited when I, I sensed the uh the you know the American History X ending coming, where like in American History X, the wrong brother pays the price
1: mm-hmm. for
0: one brother's sins. That, you know, I, mean, I saw that, I mean, I certainly saw that coming, and I I almost part of me almost prefers that ending.
2: Me and Roger already talked about that actually, and that is something that I I I, fir- I think there's a better movie there if that's what if, if that's what happens. You know what I mean? I think I think we get a better ending to this movie because there's more questions raised about you know who made the wrong choices where and who's to blame for all that. That's you know a what I mean? very
0: good question, and also it would that ending I think works better if it's a mother daughter relationship instead of a sister relationship because then you have the two mothers. You have Linda, and, you have sorry Rachel Malcolm, and then you have our, our Sandra Bullock, both mothers, both lost somebody. Yep. you know, like you you have that parallel there that you you know the audience can like almost see coming as like a game piece is put on a board. And that's not a problem. I mean, predictability is only a problem when you can predict every step of the way. It's not a problem when you see like a, a a well-used story building to something you can see coming.
2: Also in the scene you're talking about, if Sandra Bullock is the mother of Catherine, I think she fights harder for Emily. Well, you see, well, because, because, because that's
0: someone's daughter. Well, you see there, there's the, that's what I didn't, that's what i was kind of concerned about because when and, and we're, we're jumping around a lot but if you've seen the movie you're you're i'm sure yeah, you're, you're right, you're right along why. with us yeah.
1: but it's here hold on i'll catch everybody up real quick give me 30 seconds so after this blown meeting with uh, the malcolms and ruth ruth's life kind of goes on a sideways spiral she goes back to her carpentry job that she picked up on the side and she just smashes up everything and goes through a couple other things and ends up you know, at work, you know, she goes basically goes on a date with uh Blake. Um Burnthal. She uh, who is Burnthal, which tells him that, hey, I'm a felon, like she's trying to let everybody know. He basically ghosts her after that, ends up telling some people work about who she is and what she did. She immediately gets her ass kicked at work. Pretty badly, by the Eight. way. Yeah. Um that's all right before that meeting, by the way. <laughs> Um, But so she gets this meeting and she blows it and then she finds out uh, through the other sister that, you know, she's got Catherine has a recital coming up that she's trying to get into some prodigious music school, which I didn't know they did that at 25 years old. You know, just me thinking out loud, (laughs) Um, they end up having a face to face meeting, Emily and Ruth, and it leads to Emily getting kidnapped by crazy brother number two. Right.
0: Which only happens because because the events of the crazy events which wouldn't have happened allow for that to happen. Between
1: brother one and brother two sleeping with brothers wife <laughs> and I don't understand any of that and how it's even relevant to that story. It isn't. It's not, right?
0: Nope. No, I would agree with you. It's it's completely I mean the the brooding brother that learns that she's out and is now very upset again after he thought something was behind him I mean that is much more of a powerful motivator than how they presented the brothers and and the one brothers why it just doesn't why include moving pieces you don't have to include sure that's my that's I mean that's all that's our argument right now about those brothers
1: so yeah as um as Ruth is on her way to see emily's recital after she couldn't get a hold of her lawyer because he's out of town she ends up back at her house and meets um what's her name uh the, oh, the well, wife of the lawyer oh
2: rachel yeah.
1: no. Oh, um, no 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 viola davis's character viola davis's character yeah, davis's yeah. Character. yeah. yeah she yeah. meets viola davis's character who looks really good in dreads by the way yeah they fit her pretty well. um liz liz ingram liz ingram and liz ends up you know, like she's screaming out like, I know what you did. Get off my property. And she just pleads with her and finally have like a breakthrough. Hey, this is what happened. We find out that that moment, you know, the crux of the story, and I'm not going to not going to say what happens. We find out what we had, pers- what everybody perceives to have happened does not actually go down that way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she takes her to the recital. She gets a phone call from crazy brother number two saying, hey, I have your sister. He doesn't have her sister. He has Emily. And we have a nice little standoff with the police and all that fun stuff.
0: But the standoff is the point the first time there was a there was a standoff was after what happened at the ranch what everyone thinks happened with she shot a cop and then fled and then the cops track her down and she leaves her sister who's eating pancakes and to go outside the diner and give herself up. yes, so and then so, in the ending, we have a very similar situation where the cops have come and there's a hostage – well, there's, a, there's people in a building that are now are, – are, could be accessory to murder or whatever. And then she comes out again. But this – I mean – so the first time and then the second time, what's different? Her demeanor? I mean the fact that we've learned in the story what actually – the events that actually transpired – she well, gave herself up the same way both times.
2: Well, so you no know, I mean, there's a difference here. Like so Viola Viola Liz calls in the cops. She tells them what's going on, probably. You know, she's not the one that's you know, she's not the one that with it's like that's holding the hostage right now, and they know that. You know, before they were after her because they knew what happened in the house, quote unquote. You know what I mean? Yep. You know, they knew that she shot a cop. They were finding her. They found her truck, you know, that's why everyone shows up. With this the SWAT showing up because of, of
1: because somebody's got a gun. Because the brother's
2: got a gun to somebody, you know, that and kidnap someone. You know? They know it's not her. They cuff her because she's cause she's she's an ex con. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's what happens there. And plus the, when SWAT shows up, they're cuffing everybody. Everybody's getting cuffed. Yeah, everybody goes and cuffs. <laughs>
0: Everybody's getting cuffed. Well,
1: well that's, I mean, that's that that's true, that's, true. that's
2: true. <laughs> no um, nobody isn't it doesn't get a gun point on one SWAT. You know, we
1: are out. forgetting one good character. Know, forgetting parole officer yeah well so i almost wanted to talk rob about rob morgan baby rob he's, morgan. Just, he's just a good goddamn dude but you know we don't get much from well him. he's a po so yeah. listen he knows like life's hard out here yeah and no one gives a shit that your life is hard yeah what well, you did you're scum and you will always be scum with these people yeah and listen you screw with me i'll put your ass back in prison yeah because that's that's a good parole officer.
2: He has me. a pretty heavy, heavy back and forth with her at one point. His line, I think, is really good where she, where she says, she says, I know I, I, I'm, a, I'm a felon wherever, wherever, I'm an ex-con wherever I go. He, he goes, you're a cop killer everywhere you go. Yeah,
1: You're not just a felon. Yeah. You're a cop killer.
2: Yeah. And it's it's like, whoa. And that comes early. It's like, whoa.
1: Yep. <laughs> well, and though know, it also, it also comes back in the end where, you know, she's about to be taken away by the police and they look like they're about to beat her up a little bit. Mm. And he comes and like pulls him up and be like, "Hey, that's my yeah. person I was Like, unless you're charging her, I'll go ahead and take her. Yep. You know, and he does, and he pulls her off, and you know, gives her like, the, "Hey, good job." Yeah. You know, didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Saved somebody's life. So
0: you know, that's funny. Roger, um, Rob Morgan was also in. He was also very underutilized in "Don't Look Up," a movie we talked about last sure. week. Um, Rob Morgan is. He's in two big movies that he's not quite utilized the way he should be. Uh, but Rob this Morgan's a good character. Yeah, he's he's he's. I think he's he's even more a necessary character than other characters in this movie. Like he's well, the funny he's, thing
1: about him, he's in all of the Netflix Marvel movie, Marvel shows too. Yeah. Plays the same character. So character.
2: I, I want to plead uh, plead the parole officer's case for a second. I think you could drop a bunch of the characters in this movie, and I think you have a better story with him involved in this movie. You know what I mean? Like, more like, involved. Well, sure. yeah, you could drop Blake completely and make and have this guy be like the male positive force in the movie. You know, and have him, sure. have him, and you know him, and you know Slate, you know Ruth, kind of like, kind of, you know, he sees that she's wants to be a good person, and like, you know, really like tries to guide her along that path. And you, I think you get something better out of this movie that way. Maybe. So let's
0: let's talk about Violet Davis for one second.
1: Awesome in, and everything.
0: Incredible actress, like Academy yeah. nominated, Academy winner. Like she is one of the best in the business right now. You,
1: why is
2: she here?
0: Well, true. the The role as it's written. Does not require Viola Davis.
2: It, is, it does not, and I agree with that. I and think... so, does
0: she do this because it's Sandra Bullock? Like, so. I'm, I'm, I'm asking, what I mean. would have, what would have drawn her to this role?
1: Executive producer credit.
0: <laughs> sure, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's never I mean, underestimate that. I mean, Viola, no, you're, you're not wrong. Viola Davis is very good, and I'm the one exchange that everyone can is, of course, the one outside of her house when Sandra yeah. shows up. You know when. Slater shows up unannounced and yeah, you know, accurate, and, yeah. and then you learn you learn what actually happened in the in the farmhouse. But like it doesn't when I see Viola Davis's name in the credits, I I, I expect a dialogue exchange that requires Viola Davis. You know what I mean? Like just none of this not there's, there's no slight on Viola Davis or, or, or anyone that would have been cast because it's not her, but why do you put her in this movie? Roger, you 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 might be right what and any EP credit sure i mean I,
2: I, I, I don't know i just feel like th- we have a lot of wasted talent in this movie for for what we got you know what i mean you have like we've already talked about it. Bernthal's wasted viola davis is wasted you know
1: Danofrio is almost wasted yeah,
2: almost i, I because, think i think he's
1: the he, problem he's i have impressive. with D'Onofrio's character is he kind of just disappears
2: yeah well he he, he goes away
0: which yeah, i don't really is you're right he just goes completely away yeah i didn't even consider it you think Netflix just gets all these people because, like, they have the money to do it?
2: Yes. I was going to say. Yes, I, I do. I think that's why Violet is here. Because Netflix says, hey, we have a large sum of cash. Want to do something? She says, sure. Hey, we
0: need you for two days. Here's two million bucks. You in or yeah. you out. You know, yeah, it's like okay. one of those. Yeah,
2: of course. Well, because you could have Dadafrio's character fill the role of his own character and his wife's character, right? You could. You know, he, he, he could have done everything He could have that same done.
1: thing. I told you we're done. Yeah. I dropped you. Yeah. Get off my... Yeah. I, like I, I know
2: your story, blah blah blah, and then all of a sudden it comes yeah. out. You know, when
1: you had a chance, you ruined it, blah blah blah. Yeah. Breakdown cries, learns everything. Okay, change your heart. Let's go. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I think you have a better movie if you chop this up a little bit and maybe yes. delete. Just get rid of some characters altogether. Problem with just problem with this setup here we have is the movie as it is, is editing any character out, just an editing. I don't think you could do it because they're all so closely intertwined with one well, another. Well, but
1: you'd almost have to shoot
0: you, you'd almost yeah, you would have to shoot additional scenes yeah to take
2: characters out.
1: New scenes to take things out, yeah. There's a lot of walking solemnly in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> in this movie? Yeah.
2: Yeah, there is,
0: you're not wrong. I mean <laughs> So I mean, okay, let's talk about Bullock for one more second before we score this thing is so this is definitely a vehicle for Sandra Bullock. Sure. And it's – she's always good. I mean she is one also one of the best leading actresses in, in, in Hollywood. I, I mean I don't, great. Think, I don't think
1: – This is her second Netflix, yeah. by the way. Which I'm still waiting for Bird
2: Box 2, but it's fine.
0: We're not, we're not going to get Bird Box 2. Bird Boxing. Bird, Bird Boxing, Bird Boxes. Um, that's – Don't step on my joke like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just worked with the director of Bird Box on uh, First Ladies. Um, yeah, she was an interesting woman. Um, so – does this movie work? Like, if Sandra's not in that, it would have to be. This movie doesn't just get made with any. Like this, this movie, this script doesn't get greenlit with a smaller budget version. This only exists with someone like Sandra Bullock, right?
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah. I because, mean, you could make this a much smaller budget, much smaller scale.
0: Because ob- this came out in December. Obviously, Netflix wanted to get it out so they could consider it 2021 did they really think that they had an Oscar contender on their hands? Because this is what this movie is. Like 20 years ago, this would have been all the rage for talking Christ about. like, Wait, what?
1: I said, Christ, I hope not.
0: Well, no, I mean, you remember the movies that got talked no, about I in do. 2000. I it was just some of them. You're like, what the hell? I mean, to, to me, this is one of those. And I don't, I don't think this movie is terrible. I don't think this movie is even, I don't even think this movie is bad. I, I think I was a little hard on some movies in the past, and I've been really thinking about that as not giving due. I mean, part of the whole reason this podcast exists, I like to give credit where credit is due, and I think I've been so wrapped up in trying to be right about movie, I, I forget even what I started the podcast was giving credit where credit is due, and really? I, I think this movie is better than a lot of the hate it's getting. I just don't understand why it's getting so much hate.
2: I mean, I think I, I think it's because the movie. While it has a good skeleton and it has some great acting power, and I think the movie has too much going on and a lot of just I don't know wasted time.
0: Yeah, you're that's actually probably dead on the money, right? Where you just said, but is it is it enough to say the movie's not watchable? No. Well, we'll find out when we score it.
1: Hmm.
0: Okay. Well, let's just move to score it then. I
2: agree.
0: Um, I'll I'll go first since I since I, I started the, the, no. the, the conversation about it. Yeah. Oh, all right. Um, I as the movies presented. As all the people are in place, all the pieces are in motion. This is a tough one for me because any, any so-called, I'm a film connoisseur. I only like good movies. I, I like films. I don't like movies. Should definitely have watched it. You know, pinky up in the air. This to me, by default, is a five. I mean, by default, meaning it can't be lower than a five. It's got incredible star power. I mean one of the best two of the best women in Hollywood in this. It's a treat. You also have a wonderful other a host of other people in this cast. What Chris said is probably true. The movie does too much. It's a little overwritten. You could quite literally write two or three characters out in a heartbeat easily and them have to have the same movie. But I I think it's a fine package the way that it is. I could definitely recommend it. So I'm I know I'm giving this movie
2: too high of a score, but I'm giving it a 5.
1: Okay. All
2: right. Well, so I'm going to ride on similar points as you, uh, and this movie is, while this movie is, to use your word, overwritten, there's just a lot going on here that doesn't need to be. You had a really good movie here, with which is a few different choices to where this would have been a higher score than I'm going to give it, but I was, on, I was at least enthralled in the movie as I watched it. I was definitely on board. I was there for the ride, and I was watching it the whole time. So, I mean, I'm going to give it the same score. This is a five for me. This is a good enough movie to say hey you know this is it's not a bad movie you should watch it it's just not gonna it's not gonna blow your mind you know it's not gonna its not gonna be the greatest thing you talk about you're gonna watch it it's gonna be okay and then you're not gonna talk about it ever again ever Fuck. again i mean
1: unless well, Eva, Eva?
2: unless the second one comes <laughs> Eva, out
1: Eva, Eva, Eva,
2: Eva. unforgivable two, the on the, un, the unforgivables
1: shit wow. that's way better you're right <laughs> point chris what about you raj so um i'm not going to stray too far from that i'm not going all the way to a five it's about a four for me um mostly because this movie's a little bit bloated There are too many people, too many unnecessary people. I think deep down, and there's a decent story here. Mm -hmm. Um, The way it unfolds, I think it could have ended so much better. Yeah, Uh, that could have been so much more impactful. That's the
2: biggest disappointment for me.
1: Um, Not that I I condone slaughter. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you kind of do. It could have been so much more impactful. Yeah. Um, I think Bullock is fine. Most of the other characters don't really matter to me. Um. But like I said, I, I have a hard time looking at this movie going, most of this is your fault, idiot. Because it is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this movie's a four. I, I expected it to be more than what it was. but
2: This movie was about one character, but it felt like they were they wanted to be about more characters.
1: Sure. You know they I mean? wanted you to care about more people. Yeah. And it, it, I never do. I never we, did. It's I never do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you get one. I don't know. So like... Uh, uh, as a final so you're thing. supposed to care about the family dynamic, yeah. and that, that never yeah. mattered to me here.
2: Yeah. Well, so as, as the last thing I'll say about this, off of the point of scoring, is, and I think it's relevant because we scored it. When this movie ended, and I turned it off, right after I watched it last night, I went, "That was a pretty cool movie." You know, I was I did the same thing. I did the same thing, Chris. Like the exact sit- same yeah. thing. I was sitting at like a seven in my head. I was like, "All right, that had me the whole time." You know, it's over now. I was on my seat for that last twenty minutes. Oh my gosh! But then, like, the more I thought about it, I was like. Huh. It's not really good. This movie kind of sucks. <laughs> like a well, little,
1: I mean, it doesn't suck. It doesn't, that, it that, doesn't. That's rough it to say. Yeah. But listen, this could have been so much better. Well, it one is, thing yeah. I
0: want. So you, when you learned a transpiration of how the events actually went down, were you were you surprised, or did you, or were you just not surprised at all, Roger?
2: I wasn't. I was, I, that, I was, I I was, was not movie.
1: surprised. Yeah. Now listen, I didn't think it would happen the way that it did, Mm -hmm. but I was not surprised. Yeah, I
2: I think we talked about
1: this a little bit before we started.
2: It's one of those things where, like, where like when it happened, I wasn't shocked and stunned, but I didn't see it coming. I was like, oh okay. When 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 they show you, you're like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, no, I get that. You know,
1: yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I wish they hadn't shown you the same, literally the same clip of the young girl crying (laughs) on Sandra's shoulder. Like, I mean,
1: honest to God, they showed
0: you like five times.
1: Well, can I ask one question and then we'll just be done with this, so we yeah, can yeah. get done with the first part. So there is a part that happens fairly early on in this movie where Catherine is driving, has a weird flashback, Black Sal gets in a car accident. Yeah, what happened? She's having trouble sleeping. No, no, I, I get that, but are we supposed to to suddenly understand it because we, so, we don't we don't get that information till the
2: like this, hours later? This is another story beat where they had where like they want to tell more story for a character and they no, didn't they, don't do they had too many characters <laughs> because i think what they want you to understand is that she's still haunted by this memory she has suppressed
0: yeah chris is 100 right but i mean
2: but she a real problem
0: but like she doesn't but they never that's one of the plot points they never expand on is again like she so keeps. I, she talks to her sister about you know i remember a little snip and what we're seeing The flashbacks we're seeing, that's what she remembers.
2: Sure. I think that was written in and they had to take it out. And do you want to know why I think that? Because in the scene where she confronts the parents, she asks them specifically about her sleeping. Yep. And they go – and they're like, she sleeps fine. She's like, no, like she never slept as a kid. Like I think that was going to build off into this whole aha thing because Catherine's suffering. But then they wrote the third act the way they did and it doesn't matter. True. You know, I think this was just one of the, the possible paths the movie could have went on that yeah. we didn't, and it
0: didn't, and it probably should have. I mean, given what would happen, it probably should have. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I was I was a fan of this movie. I can recommend this. I just I can't say it's great or even good, but it's okay. And that's yeah. I think most of the time it's okay is is, is a favorable. Sure,
1: that's okay. Know, yeah.
0: the movie just didn't suck.
1: Just <laughs> didn't. <laughs> All, <laughs> All right, time. gentlemen. For you, for you, for you. <laughs> All
0: right, this has been episode two hundred and sixty three A of For the Love of Cinema. Each new episode posts every Tuesday morning and Friday morning at 5 a.m. on the podcast service of your choice of the following five. iTunes, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Please leave a comment or two, rate, subscribe. Every little bit helps. More importantly, thank you very much for listening. Check out the show on Twitter, at Love Cinema Pod. I am at Maxwell. one
1: I am at Rod Tillian. And I'm Christopher Bond.
0: Well, don't forget to check out the page on Facebook. Always posting things there. Check us out on YouTube as well. And send us an email. To for the Love of cinema podcast at gmail.com and next week we're going to be taking a look at two more Netflix movies, The Edge of War and the Home Team. So those are very easily accessible, so check those out.